Welcome to The Profitable Way. I am your host, Robin Gooding, and this is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to do good in the world while pursuing profits and living a rich life. I truly believe that the missing link to multi-passionate, heart-centered entrepreneurs is the intersection of a holistic strategy, an efficient back-end system, and the soul work that focuses on our inner world so that our outer world can flourish. My clients have quit the cubicle, moved overseas for the digital nomad life, more than doubled their income, and expanded their lives using my signature framework that integrates strategy, systems, and soul. If you're looking to clarify your strategy, structure and optimize your systems, and amplify your soul work, you are in the right place. I promise to relentlessly support you making money online, doing what you love, so that you can live your version of an epic and rich life. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Today, we are talking about something that is quite close to my heart, something that has been very difficult for me to implement in my personal life and also in my professional life, and also something that I think is truly key to success. So it is about boundaries, (laughs) boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. And I want to take the angle of things that you get to stop apologizing for or explaining in your business. Many of us, when we're first starting our business, you know, there's sort of that that story that we'll work with whoever, we'll help whoever, we'll do whatever. We, we're just so focused on generating customers and clients and revenue that we're we're really not being truly focused on honoring ourselves or our boundaries. And while I get it, because I've been there before. I want to encourage you to maybe take a different perspective and think about how boundaries not only get to preserve your sanity and your energy and your time, but how they actually can create a significantly more successful business. You know, boundaries, they add richness, flavor, beautiful moments, uh, stronger connections, and I think they are a game changer, but it's also difficult to talk about boundaries without also talking about people pleasing, right? Because I think so many of us are way more comfortable with violating our own boundaries than we are with disappointing others. And this gets to be especially true when we feel like we've received financial compensation from someone, right? And so through that people-pleasing and lack of boundaries, we can really get into that overgiving, sort of martyr, uh, sacrificial type of energy. And as Brene Brown says, daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others. Right. If you struggle with people pleasing or identify as a recovering people pleaser, you're not alone. 
(laughs) I am right there with you. And I understand because detaching from people pleasing and creating boundaries has been a big, big, big journey for me. But this is what I've come to know to be true. Although people pleasing may seem to be an act of kindness on the surface, although overgiving to our customers may seem to be an act of generosity on the surface, oftentimes people pleasing is actually a manipulative tactic. These are tools we use to control how others perceive us so that we can maintain a sense of safety, love, acceptance, and belonging. Really, it's about our own fears and our own lack of personal belonging more than it is about extending kindness or generosity to others. And as I've said, this is true not only for our business, also our personal lives. They're very connected. And because of that, you know, ultimately, I agree with what Jen Sincero says in You Are a Badass. And she says, at the end of the day, it's not about them. It's about you believing that you are worthy of being loved and seen for who you really are, right? Truly, how others perceive us says way, way, way more about them than it does us. And when we are operating from our people-pleasing wound, we are operating from manipulation rather than love or self-honoring. Boundaries are this beautiful gift that we have. It's this tool that we can lean on to live life on our own terms from a place of authentic alignment. You get to create alignment in your business and you get to protect that alignment using boundaries. Now, these can range from flexible boundaries to firm boundaries, permanent boundaries to temporary, depending on the season that you're in, whatever they are, as long as they are clearly communicated in advance and before there's any exchange, there's a mutual agreement, right? Everybody's on the same page. These boundaries get to be yours. So in today's episode, I want to cover four things that you get to create boundaries around that you never have to explain or apologize ever, period. These get to be yours. Okay. And well, let's dive into them and then I'll I'll dig deep a little bit. Okay. So the first thing you never have to apologize for or explain, your working hours. You do not need to be available 24-7 when you run your business. You get to decide when you work, right? You get to communicate that clearly and you don't have to apologize for that. When do you want to work? Do you need to stop working at three o'clock to pick up your kids? Great. Set your working hours accordingly. Do you want to take Fridays off or Mondays off? Great. Communicate them clearly. You do not need to apologize or explain for them. The second thing you do not need to apologize for or explain are your values. The values that you prioritize, the things that you hold dear, right? And this is sort of reflected in your lens, your story, your perspective, your lived experience, the principles 
that you use to guide how you operate your business. And I mean, both from the bird's eye view, right? Like the the overarching strategy and um, like brand and all of that. But then also how you manage the day-to-day, how you, how you integrate those values into the everyday experience with your community. The third thing you never have to apologize for or explain is your personal life. I see this way too often. I actually, I don't know why, but I work with a lot of solo mamas and I've noticed that there's this theme where they have to they sort of have this urge to explain to their clients, you know, why some weeks they're more available than others, if their kids are with them or if they're with their their ex-partner or um, just why they can't always have, for example, a coaching call in in the evenings, right? Because they don't have a second parent in the house to watch their child. So they can only like logistically work when their child is in care or at school. And I always tell them, you don't have to explain or apologize for this. You are a solo mama. That directly influences how you run your business. That is your personal life. Nobody is entitled to an explanation about that. Nobody. That's yours. If you're taking a vacation... And that's been clearly communicated in advance. You don't have to apologize for taking a vacation. You don't have to ever apologize for it. You know, even if it's interrupting something, if that was already communicated to a client, I'm taking a vacation on these dates. This overlaps with a project that we're working on. You don't have to apologize for taking that vacation. They had a clear understanding that you had planned a vacation. Also, newsflash, just because you're running your business doesn't mean that you're not going to ever have a sick day. You are entitled to a sick day, (laughs) right? Shocking. (laughs) I know some of you are listening right now and you're like, but I can't take a sick day because I run my business and I am in charge of everything and it's all going to come crashing down. No, it won't. No, it won't. You are entitled to a sick day. You do not need to apologize for taking a sick day, even if that's a personal care day. That's a mental health day, right? You don't have to be, you know, dying in the hospital to justify taking a sick day. You get to have a boundary around your own energetic capacity and prioritizing your self-care without apologizing for that. Fourthly, you do not ever have to explain or apologize for your working style. Some examples of this may be how you want clients to communicate with you. Maybe you want clients to communicate with you on Slack instead of email. Maybe you want them to communicate with voice note instead of texts or with text instead of voice notes. Maybe you want all the content that they're submitting to you in a Google Doc. You don't have to explain or apologize for that. If you're selling a course or a program and you have audio only instead of video or you have video only and not PDFs, you don't have to apologize, right? I mean, I think the thing that's so key here is that 
before there's ever a transaction, before there's a, a financial investment, all of these boundaries should be written in stone. They should be clearly communicated on a sales page and on a sales call and a conversation. They should be very much something that you own, right? Like this is who I am. This is how I operate within the world of my business. This is what you're getting when you work with me or when you purchase this product. And as long as you're good with that, we are a good match and we can have an exchange now. Right. If it's if it's a product or a digital product, that's going to be on a sales page. That's going to be probably in the FAQs, in the refund policy, in the guarantee. It's going to be explicitly mentioned. All the details where your boundaries are. All of this needs to be articulated. If you're providing a service, you're working with someone, there needs to be a legal agreement. There needs to be a document that is being signed that confirms that you're both on the same page. That's one way that you get to preserve and protect your boundaries. Now, I want to be clear. Of course, when you are thinking about your boundaries and how they show up and are made manifest in the world of your business, you are obviously creating them both with you and your ideal client in mind, right? This is not like a purely self-centered, narcissistic, point of view. If you work with moms and you know that they're only available during school hours and you're having, you know, a coaching call every week with them, you're obviously going to take that into consideration. But you may make it at noon instead of 10 a.m. because at 10 a.m. on Tuesdays, you attend yoga and that's part of your boundary. I need to have yoga in my life. That's how I take care of myself. So I'm working with your needs and capacities as my ideal client because, of course, I'm going to take that into consideration, but I'm also creating a boundary to protect and preserve what matters to me. And I think the the key here is that our boundaries, the more that you dive into them and the more that you really own them, the more that you're really clear on who you're serving and how they show up to meet the needs of the people that you're serving, the more you're going to see that your boundaries are going to attract and repel people. They're going to attract the right people into the world of your business, and they're going to repel the wrong people. And this is awesome. (laughs) This is so, 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 so good because it creates alignment between you and your community. You do not need to put, you know, a shoe on, force a shoe that doesn't fit you. If it's Cinderella slipper and you're not Cinderella, you do not need to squeeze your foot into it. Boundaries are a really great tool that we can use to have a really clear framework for how we work within our business, how our business supports our life outside of our business, and how our business is meeting the needs of the people we want to be helping and also really sort of decluttering, right? Filtering the people who are not really our ideal client. And this is why I always go back to ideal client and you're probably like, 
here she goes again. But like truly, it makes a difference because when you are so laser focused on your ideal client and you've integrated your ideal client with what brings you joy, with what aligns with your zone of genius and what feels like that really fits in with the life you want outside of your business, when all these moving parts are synergized, when they're in harmony, your business is not like depleting energy, right? Boundaries are how you get to plug the energy leak in your business. And especially if you're worried about how people will perceive them. When you know your people, when you know your ideal client and you can take them into consideration with your boundaries, right? Like where can I be flexible here? Where can I be fluid? But where am I firm? Right? We're always coming from a place of service. But not only to our community, we also have to come from a place of service to ourselves. And so when when we choose to honor ourselves in our business, it's liberating. It's liberating because we get to live in that alignment and our people get the best version of us. And the people that we're attracting into our business not only will appreciate that, they will honor and celebrate you modeling boundaries for them. A lot of, a lot of people will say that they don't trust people who don't have boundaries, right? Boundaries are the vehicle that we use to help us establish standards for our lives, for our work, for our business, for our relationships, and for our relationship with self. When we implement boundaries, we're, we're putting something in the sand and we're saying, this is, this is what I prioritize. This is my standard in my business. This is my standard for who I want to work with, who I want to serve. Where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line with your customers? Where do you draw the line with your working hours? Where do you draw the line with explaining your personal life? Where can you deepen in how you honor yourself and the business and the life that you are creating? And to circle it back to that people-pleasing wound, boundaries at their core are about belonging. Boundaries allow you to get really clear on what and who belongs in your world. What and who belongs in your energetic sphere? Right? Where can you choose what aligns for you over and over and over and over again? And where are you ready to create or enforce more boundaries in your business or maybe even in your life? Where are you apologizing or explaining things that you do not need to justify? I encourage you today to just really do a reflection on where is your energy leaking? Where do you need to plug that leak? What boundaries are going to serve you and your people? Sometimes there's a direct connection there. Sometimes it's just because you are able to give from a more full cup that everybody else gets the best of you as a result of you honoring that boundary. 
but get really, really, really clear on how can I, how can I expand alignment in my business using boundaries? Where am I overgiving? Where am I people pleasing? Where am I really disappointing myself so that I'm avoiding disappointing other people? And how can I take my power back? This is one of the things that I truly wish I had done differently earlier on in my business. I worked with some of the wrong clients. I burned myself many, many times. I overworked, overdelivered, undercharged for far, far, far too long. And I don't want you to make that mistake if you don't have to. I I want you to choose yourself. I want you to see that you are worthy of choosing yourself. Get honest. Where are you needing to put boundaries in your life? Where do you need to communicate them clearly with consideration of your ideal client? Remember, your boundaries will attract the right people and they will repel the wrong ones. That is important. It's okay if they're polarizing. You are not here to serve everybody in the whole world. That's why we niche. That's why we have an ideal client avatar, right? Choose yourself over and over and over again. I promise you, your business will flourish as a result of implementing, communicating, and enforcing boundaries. Have a beautiful day. I'm Robin Gooding, and you've been listening to the Profitable Way podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at robin.gooding and join the Facebook community through the link in my Instagram bio. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this episode so that I can continue to share this message with other entrepreneurs looking to pursue their dream online. I hope you'll join in next week for another episode. And I hope that you always remember that the best is yet to come.